Welcome back. This week, we have another great topic. So what I'm going to do is give you three tips to start crate training your puppy. Um, when we talk about crate training, you can use your crate, your dog's crate for a crate. You can start crate training your puppy for many different reasons. Um, when we talk about crate training, we're just talking about getting your dog comfortable and used to being in a crate so they're not freaking out. Um, it's not one of those things where you just want to buy the crate and shove your dog in and hope for the best. It's a, um, I'm going to give you um, three steps you can take to kind of get your dog on track to make sure crate training is all on the up and up. Um, will you start? Do, does Archie have a crate? No. He did not like the true crate. I mean, he, no, he uh, yeah. peed in the crate. He would dig on his bed in the crate and then he would just pee on it and then he would freak mm -hmm. out. And then we tried. We didn't have any dog trainers in our life at that time. So uh, yeah. we're like, well, I guess he doesn't want to be in the like, crate at night. So we, yeah. he like would go in it from time to time, but he just, and we're in the condo. So it's a little bit smaller. And so we yep. just ended up going with this. Yeah. And so just to talk about that for a second. So when you're talking about crate training a dog, I hear that a lot where, you know, I tried to crate when my dog was young. They didn't like it. So I was like, whatever. Or maybe something, you know, they, they were tearing up the crate or whatever it may be. And then you stop. But I always challenge families. I'm going to challenge you to think about this as well. You want to think about your lifestyle. Um, are you going to send your dog um, to be boarded? Right. They're going to yeah. create your dog or even if they don't, they have a room or whatever. So you want to make sure um, or um, if your dog goes to doggy daycare, I know some of them do have a nap time where they will create the dog as well. So you want to think about those different scenarios and whether they're going to come up in your life and whether create creating your dog, you know, you want to go for it or wait, maybe you want to do something else. But just keep that in mind if you're not using a crate for your dog, if they have you're going to run into those type of situations. That's all. I will say, but, like, uh -huh. uh, we, we moved into a house recently, and now I'm actually kind of wishing we did go further with the crate training because uh -huh. so far he just, like, loses his mind when we leave now. He'll howl all the time and all that sort of thing, and we don't have a really good way because it was easier on the mm -hmm. condo. So yeah. now thinking back, he's too old now, but, like, thinking back, like, it'd be, like, it is very helpful. So I'm still exactly. And you rather have them in one confined space, just like hanging out, not being so yeah, yeah exactly. And so, and, and the thing too is, I always try to make families feel better. It's like Scott, don't beat yourself up because I'm. I don't know if you knew if you're gonna move in a year or two or whatever it may be. So these are type of things that even I'm saying to you, like think about your lifestyle. Things just pop up, and you would not like to have your dog, you know, be in a situation where they're not, you know, comfortable in a crate. So therefore, I always say, just train them, and if you want to take it away, that's fine but just make sure they are comfortable with it so to jump into the three tips to get started um first things first number one i this is like the biggest thing um when you get into dogs having accidents in the crates um dogs um you know doing all types I, i've seen all types of chewing through crates and stuff like that you want to be sure the crate you have is the appropriate size for your dog right because ideally you go get a crate you're like okay you probably already feel bad because it looks like um jail and so you get a big crate right but no, ideally, you want your dog's crate only to be big enough for them to stand up in, turn around, and lie down. That's it. Anything bigger than that, they will use the other side to use the bathroom, right? Gotcha. Exactly. Scott's like, oh, okay. <laughs> they will use the other side to go to the bathroom. So you want to make sure that um, the crate's just big enough for them to do that. And um, ideally, the best crates I like is the, um, the, the my 
the best type of crates I recommend is the type of crates that can actually grow with your dog, right? And so a lot of times the metal crates have that divider in them. And I love that because sometimes you're like, okay, well, is this crate big enough? Is it not? But the divider can kind of grow with your dog and you can kind of size it to where it's appropriate. So that's why I love those crates. Um, just keep in mind, if you are getting a mesh crate, I've seen it happen before I was a trainer. Um, you come back in, your dog's like, ta-da! out the crate because they can shoot through them or dig or whatever. Um, I I guess the mesh is not that tough. Um, and then, you know, if you have a little puppy, they do kind of flip them over sometimes. We have like a little mesh pen. So just make sure whatever crate you're getting is going to be sturdy enough so you're not coming back and your dog's like chewed, um, chewed up the crate or they've gotten out or know how to work the zipper or whatever it may be. So that's the first things for us, making sure the crate is good. Um, also, um, Let's talk about, I'm going to actually throw in four. Lucky you guys. Bonus um, tip. Four. Okay. So location of the crate. That's one that you may not think about so much. You just put it ideally where the family is or things like that. But keep in mind, it's almost like, think about it this way. Putting a crate in like your, your living room or whatever it may be, it's almost like putting your bedroom in the middle of New York City. You know, it's so sure. much going on around you, around the dog's crate when that's happening. And if you want to use your crate for your dog to sleep in or relax in, you want it to be a nice, calm environment, especially if you're dealing with puppies or a dog, if your dog's like easily stimulated by noises and sounds, they can't truly decompress or kind of relax unless they're in like a nice, calm environment. Not saying you can't have your dog in the living room because if you're using a crate for different reasons, whether it's party training or just to give your dog some downtime, you know, it's, it's, it's you can't have it in the living room, but just be mindful if it's like a, a you know noisy and if you're using it for like a bedtime thing if you crates in a living room it may distract the dog they may get irritable and things like that so just make sure um, the location of your crate is in like a in between where it's not really noisy not really quiet and i know in my home you, you don't have to do this i always try to have two of everything so i have a crate in my living room so when guests arrive, I can have, I took my dog knows, I'm not going to say the word because he will actually do it, but it's N-A-P time. Okay. If I yep. say that, he'll go and lay in there. So that's why I have the crate in the living room. But also I have one upstairs because my other dog and um, they like the, they like their bedtime in the crate. So, but you don't have to do the same thing with beds and stuff. I have them all over the place. You don't have to do that, but it's always a good idea to not walk in different locations. So um, just be mindful of the location. So also preparing the crate too. You have to think about it. We have nice bedding. We have nice sheets. We want to feel comfortable. Your dogs want to um, um, feel the same way too. So to get your dog, dog used to, you know, crate training, ideally you want them to be comfortable in there. So putting like proper bedding in there. I know a lot of times I hear, oh, well, my dog choose the bed or whatever it may be. You don't actually have to put a bed in there. You can put um, a blanket in there. Um, a, a nice soft towel, things like that, that they can't really rip apart until they get a little bit older. And it's always a good idea to put some type of um, toys in there, a bone so they can chew on and things like that. Things that keep them engaged. You just don't want to throw them in a crate and be like, okay, see you later. You want to yeah. make it interesting for them. Um, so you just want to make sure you're making the environment nice, calm, welcoming. Um, dogs are den animals. So essentially, um, a lot of times when we start crate training, we'll start it for potty training reasons because we don't want our dogs to have accidents in a home. Um, you may use them for like myself when guests come over and you just need your dog to go away until the guests come in or whatever it may be. Um, but essentially, at the end of the day, when they do get older, they just kind of sometimes just go in there just to chill out, kind of 
and and relax and you don't have to use it so much for party training and stuff like that so just keep that in mind um the other thing you want to be mindful of is if you probably won't, wouldn't think about is closing to do closing the door to the crate okay um especially if your dog's freaking out if you so say like you put your dog in a crate and they're like pawing and stuff like that and you have the door closed that means like they're already getting worked up and they're kind of building a negative association with that so what i would say is don't worry about closing the door at first leave the door open um scatter some treats in there and just let your dog come and go make it a positive association for them and another great tip too: start feeding your dog all their meals in the crate right? Mm -hmm. Most dogs love food. And so feeding them their breakfast, if you do lunch, dinner, all the meals in the crate, that'll start to gear them up to start loving the crate and making sure it's a positive association. And then during that time, you can practice closing the door for a few seconds at a time, just so they get used to it and stuff like that. But ideally, the sooner you start to better, um, if your dog, you say you're watching this and you're like, you know what, my dog, my puppy is way past this stage. They are freaking out. So that that involves a whole separate change in training. Now we have to change the response to help them understand that they need to love the crate. So that's a whole another a whole other line. But um, um, definitely you want to reach out to a trainer if that's the issue. If you do need help with some type of separation anxiety, not separation anxiety, but them being in a crate and stuff like that. So those are the three tips I have to get started with crate training. So ideally choosing the right size of the crate, making sure dog's tall enough to turn around, stand up, turn around and sit down. And um, also location of the crate, making sure it's not too rowdy and stuff and that they can really truly relax and making sure um, three, preparing the crate, making sure it's nice and comfortable, putting bedding in there if your dog's not going to chew it up, using a towel, making toys. And then, of course, like I said, closing the door, holding off on that, tossing treats in there, letting them go and come as they please, and just feeding your dog all meals in a crate. Those are awesome steps to get your dog and your puppy, puppy or if you have an older dog, started with crate training just to make sure they're on the up and up. All right. Um, Scott, do you have any, oh, Scott does have, do you have anything else to say, Scott? Anything to piggyback on? I mean, we covered everything. I would just yeah. say if you, uh, if you're listening to this on, on podcast, we'd love to have a review, uh, rating, anything like that, that you can give us just to help the show. That'd be awesome. Uh, if you're watching this on a live on YouTube, Facebook, um, and you want to listen to any of our, our previous episodes, you can go watch them via podcast or subscribe to the podcast. So you get future episodes if you prefer to watch or listen or like listen uh, to the audio mm -hmm. part of these it's easier for you check them out we have our whole library of lives there on the podcast so you can check out the whole thing and uh, if you want to check out certain topics you can go back and then find the ones that are most interesting to you so absolutely other than that we'll see you next week and enjoy your week <laughs> bye good week everyone bye